Good evening. Happy Friday. Friday. It is Friday fun day. We are glad to have you all here with us on the Andrea K. Show. Thank you for watching and listening, and thank you for your comments. I'm starting to get more comments at my website, andreakshow.com. You can send me messages there. Somebody sent me an email there and said, hey, we need to push for President Trump to push for the Republican-controlled Senate and hopefully after 2020 get the House back, that Congress needs to pass legislation that they should have to live under all the different uh, legislation that they impose on us. Um, I, that's an I- idea that's been going around a long time, so hopefully uh, that will end up happening at some point. Got a jam-packed show for y'all tonight. We've got amazing guests lined up. We've got uh, a story coming out of New York nobody is talking about. The real deal of what happened and what was going on, possibly, regarding St. Patrick's Cathedral. So we've got we've got to talk a little bit about that tonight. John Guandolo is here. He's a counterterrorism expert. And you might be shocked at the lack of counterterrorism intelligence that has been involved in this. A little bit later on the show, we've got a real solution for you guys in terms of the student debt crisis. My, my guy Bob Walters will be back. And then we got a little Friday fun day. A lot of y'all planning on seeing the Avengers this weekend, if you can get tickets. And we got a little movie review for you here without, no need to give a spoiler alert. We're not going to tell anybody anything that that happens. But uh, you might want to listen to this before you decide to wait five hours somewhere or try to, you know, pay a scalper $1,200 for a ticket to go see the Avengers. So we got a great show for you guys tonight. If you want to call in, I'll try to find a little time for some calls. Yes, I will. 888-344-1170. And the man who's just like ready to run out the door and get his weekend started is DJ Carrot Sticks. Lighten up. It's Friday night. Is it Friday already? Oh, it smells like Carrot Sticks. Woo! It's Friday night. (laughs) Did you post about it smelling like carrots? Did you see my pic that I posted this morning? It must be a food related. Yeah, well, I posted a pic of a dog. I found a cute Friday uh, meme, and it said, and it was a dog, and it said, "I smell the weekend." I said, it "Smells like fried chicken," because to me, don't nothing smell better than some fried chicken. Uh, speaking of sniffing and smells, <laughs> of course, we got to transition into Joe Biden, right? Because um, I guess uh, he was on the View today. Now, I don't watch. The uh, hacks, <coughs> hags, <coughs> excuse me, ladies of the view. Um, but everybody's talking about uh, Joe Biden and talking about sniffing and whispering or whatever the heck he was talking about there. I want you to hear what he had to say, and then I will give my response. I'm incredibly proud to have served with him. The thing I'm proudest of is we coincidentally were each in a different part of the country. Uh, and we were each talking to groups of people that were being televised and at the same day, purely coincidentally, we had asked the question, what are you proudest of in your administration? And you know what I said? It turns out he said the same thing and probably a little more what? clearly than I did. <laughs> is that not one single whisper of scandal. Not one. Not mm-hmm. one yeah. single whisper. Oh, oh, he was talking about whispering, not sniffing. See, you know, I th- hear Joe Biden, I think of him sniffing in a hair. Are you kidding me? See, that's why I don't watch that show. Because I'm hearing applause. And I guarantee you without watching that show that not one of them, including the Abby Huntsman phony conservative and her little buddy, Megan McCain, I'm sure not one of them bothered to ask Joe Biden about the long list of scandals that happened under the Obama administration in spite of the fact that they had a deep state doing everything they could to cover it up. Let's talk about Benghazi, the deaths 
of Americans at the result of a terrorist attack that was prevented. They asked 400 different security requests to get them out of there, and they ignored it. And the Obama administration left Americans to die, fighting for their lives for 13 hours on a rooftop, denying them any effort of relief, refusing to send any help. And there's not a whisper of a scandal? Are you kidding me? You view pitiful excuses of political pundits? Or what about Fast and Furious? A gun-running scheme down to MS-13 and other gangs in Mexico with the intent of them using the guns to murder and slaughter so that then they could push gun control. How about that scandal? Or how about the scandal that over 65% of the American people were upset about, and that was the IRS scandal that involved a weaponized IRS, the most powerful agency in some ways, Because they are the only agency, even unlike the FBI and the DOJ, that can consider you guilty until proven innocent and seize all your assets. The IRS that was used to control an election by silencing conservatives. No wonder Meghan McCain didn't ask about that because who was involved in that one? Her daddy. Or how about, how about asking Joe Biden about why he bragged about bribing the Ukraine to fire a prosecutor who was investigating his crooked son, Hunter. Did they ask about that? Oh, I doubt it. Did they confront him on Spygate? Did they ask him about Rod Rosenstein's comments just last night? Rosenstein's starting to squeal. He went rogue. A lot of people were thinking when he talked that he was going to come out against Trump. I think he's trying to repair his reputation. I think, he's, I think, I think Rosenstein is concerned. That he's in the crosshairs because he signed his name to phony FISA warrants using unverified lies paid for by Hillary Clinton. He knew that that he cooperated in and enabled a Democrat sitting president to do something far worse than Watergate, illegally spy on the opposition party. He also knows that he did something wrong, not, not just in signing the FISA warrants, but assigning a special prosecutor who was best friends with Comey. He knows everything that went on with the FBI and covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. And DJ Carrot Sticks, being the amazing man that he is, just brought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The long list of uh, an even longer list of scandals involving. Oh, yeah. Calling ISIS the JV team. Good one there. Uh, yeah. The Iran deal. Yeah. Sending uh, how laundering how many billions of dollars to the regime that wants to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. Secret VA waiting list. Trading five Taliban prisoners for army deserter, but yeah, you know what? Um, ignoring Hezbollah drug drug running, you know, a fantastic list there, DJ Carrot Sticks. And, and but how about if they didn't want to ask about anything else? How about the coup attempt that was launched by Obama? Even Rosenstein said that. And even if they didn't want to go to the coup attempt, which it obviously was, they could have at least asked about Rosenstein's comments last night, where he said that there were, quote, some critical decisions about the investigation that had been made before he was on the job. He said the Obama administration, quote, chose not to publicize the full story about Russian hackers, social media trolls, and how they relate to a broader strategy to undermine America. He went on to say that the FBI had given classified evidence about the investigation to top lawyer, lawmakers and staff who then, some, selectively leaked details to the news media. So what was Rosenstein saying there? That Obama and his administration, which included Joe Biden, ignored everything that was happening with Russia, leaked information to the media, which was then used. They knew that what Russia was about was about undermining America. They knew that Russia, as Rosenstein went on to explain, they didn't expect Trump to win. 
This was about undermining who they thought was, Russia thought was going to be the next president. But what the Obama administration and Biden did was leak to the media certain aspects to push out the narrative that the threat was Trump working with the Kremlin. This is a disinformation campaign far worse than anything our greatest enemy could do against us. And it was done by the Obama administration with Joe Biden. And I guarantee you not one of those pitiful, poor excuses, brain dead bents on the panel of The View dare to ask him about it. They make me as sick as Joe Biden. And you know who else does? Where This list of, of scandals that we talked about, where was the GOP in any of this? No, we had that worthless excuse Trey Gowdy who coordinated, negotiated with Hillary Clinton to only hold a certain number of Benghazi hearings prior to the midterms so as not to affect the outcome of the election. And In other words, he gave Hillary a pass for Benghazi while he's sitting up there giving carefully crafted sound bites, making it look as though he was going to hold somebody accountable when he never did. That creep wouldn't even call her a liar when it was all over. He was point blank asked. After Benghazi, after the felonious email scheme came up in which she lied, he was flat, he flat out was asked, did she lie? And he said uh, she he wouldn't use the L word. I don't remember what he said, but he wouldn't even call her a liar, let alone call her the criminal crook that she was. And that was just in, in regards to the felonious email scheme. We're not even talking about the fact that the GOP did nothing with her, the Clinton Foundation. They did nothing to hold anybody accountable with the IRS scandal. Lois Lerner's on a beach somewhere. They even let her, they let the IRS destroy hard drives and documents. They let the IRS do everything that Hillary Clinton did with the email schemes and let everybody in charge continue to get their pensions. But there's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Bill Barr. Now, I'm not sure that we've got, just like when President Trump won election, I said we need to have reasonable expectations. We need to not expect that President Trump was going to fulfill every campaign promise or that every every promise fulfilled would look exactly like he explained it. I think that we need to have reasonable expectations of Bill Barr, but I think that we can expect that there will begin to be prosecutions. I don't believe Hillary Clinton will ever spend time behind bars. I don't believe Obama will either. I believe the reason for that is, but I believe that people like Bill Barr think that that is, is, is too much of a powder keg that could cause a, a true riots and issues in the streets, but that they will go pretty high. I think that we could likely see Rosenstein McCabe struck page, more email text messages came out proving that post-election they were working to see what relationships they could develop within the Trump administration, which is basically uh, not looking to follow up an investigation on the basis of probable cause, but it's more proof that they were literally working a coup attempt, trying to infiltrate the administration, as Trump said, in order to continue to take him down. And I believe that there will begin, as more and more comes out, I do believe that there will begin to be prosecutions. Uh, John Brennan says he's happy to go before Congress. I'm not interested in hearing that liar go before back before Congress. We need fewer congressional hearings. We need actual prosecutions. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of failure to prosecute, uh, there's there's a story that I came across that involves a possible Islamic terrorist attack that's not being reported accurately and by a law enforcement agency that you would think would be the ones that would do so. We're going to talk to John Guandola when we come back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for the Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. The Answer San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone. Let's take a selfie. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system 
standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Oh, I got to get back to my show. I could just sit here and jam to my favorite 90s throwback jams all along. By the way, before we went to break, you were playing a song by Montel, one of my favorite. Uh, Smooth grooves from the 90s. Guess who happened to be preaching at the Rock Church about a month ago? Montel It was Montel. Really? Yeah, he's gone move back east. He's now in in Atlanta uh, uh, preaching at a church with his wife, and they were here in San Diego. And, oh, I was so happy. The only thing that would have made it better, he and his wife gave an amazing uh, sermon that day, but he needed to wrap it up with a little bit bit of the pipes, you know, sing sing us out a little bit. But anyway, um, speaking of lying... Uh, there's some there's something going wrong. I've got John Guandola uh, back with me. He's a counterterrorism expert, and he's got an amazing book out that everybody needs to read. There is so much taqiyya going on in this country, and I'm not even just talking about the Islamists that are trying to take us over. I'm talking about on the part of the United States government as well as enabling them. From the fact that Mueller, how many people know that Mueller... Bueller, Mueller. How many people know that Mueller was actually the guy at the FBI who removed all references to jihad and Sharia from the FBI in their counterterrorism tactics? Uh, Joining me now to talk about this and more is John Guandola. Hey, John, thanks for being back on the show. Hey, thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it. Yeah, there's so much lying going on. And you talk about, in in terms of your book, that a major part of their strategic uh, plan is to get America's leaders to frame the terrorist threat without referencing Islam and the doctrine upon which they rely, which is Sharia, which means they've got the U.S. government lying. I don't know. And here's a specific example. I don't know if you've heard this or not. I doubt you have because it's not being reported anywhere in the mainstream media. But and I don't know if you know who Laura Loomer is. Laura Loomer is the gal, the journalist who was banned from Twitter. She just filed a lawsuit against Care and Twitter for for um, deprogram deplatforming her and banning her. Well, she's re- she's reporting tonight that the guy who was arrested outside St. Patrick's Cathedral with gas cans was not the devout Catholic that the New York police deputy commissioner of counterterrorism is wanting everybody to believe, that she did a little digging and found out that his, his, his most recent address was the mosque in Brooklyn, that this guy apparently converted to Islam, and not even the New York police department will admit that that's what was going on here. Well, you know, it's interesting, and I will tell you from uh... – Uh, Understanding the threat, my company is the only organization in the country which has given police, citizens, and local state leaders tools to not only map out the Islamic and Marxist networks in their area, but also uh, strategies to dismantle those networks. And what we're seeing is that uh, when you look at these uh, events, it doesn't matter whether it is a jihadi attack or not. They're not even looking there. Right. And that's the problem. So they don't know. So, for instance, um, understanding the threat, uh, as well as Laura Loomer, by the way, who I 
I think is an important part of the uh, of of the whole package, the media package in this war, because she is basically throwing truth grenades at these folks and asking them, you know, to come clean. But like, if you look at the Las Vegas attack, now ISIS claimed that attack four times, mm-hmm. and you've got individuals associated with that attack uh, on scene during the shooting who then, uh, and one individual in partic- particular, who went to a, uh, the day after the attack, went to New Mexico and met with a Turk who's on the watch list uh, and from an area in Turkey with a high Islamic State uh, activity. And the FBI never followed those leads, despite the fact we were able to get that information to the FBI. And essentially their response was, look, the investigation's over. We're not, we're not taking any more info. Uh, so whether you look at that or you look at what just happened yesterday in Dallas, uh, in Texas, at Fort Worth, a Muslim couple had enslaved a young girl for 16 years. Well, that's lawful in Islam. Uh, the last week, you had a guy in uh, Phoenix, a Muslim, who killed his two daughters and his wife. That's an honor killing, and that's lawful in Islam. And yet, in many cases, the police are unaware Mm-hmm. I mean, we just ran we just ran a program this week, and the people that attended, their heads exploded because they could not believe. You know, when police see this, the actual information, their response is always, "We cannot believe that we've never been trained in this." And some of these people are people that serve on the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force. But mm-hmm. um, so yes, all of that has to do with the uh, the lack of information. And the lack of courage to actually address the threat. And it's it, what is why? What do you think is behind it? See, I think that the Muslim Brotherhood has been allowed to infiltrate our government at the highest levels. I think we've also had well-meaning but ignorant conser- quote conservatives and Republicans before the show. I was talking about how much damage that I felt that George W. Bush did to this country. That was before social media and a twenty-four hour day, seven day news cycle where people could get a lot of information on their own. And I don't think the American people really understood how much he was undercutting our security in in ways. That was unintentional. I think that for I think that he he himself does not connect the dots between Islam and Islamic terror. I think he 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 um, actually believed that and took us to Iraq not because he thought of WMD, but because he actually thought that if they could taste a little bit, I actually did a documentary called Baking Apple Pies, that if they could actually taste a little bit of democracy and freedoms, that they wouldn't want to, they wouldn't want to tear down our buildings anymore. That shows a complete disconnection between the reality of why they hate us. It's because we exist. And it's because as you talk about in your book, what Sharia is about, what Islamic law is about, there is no such thing as coexistence. And and so we've even got Republicans, compassionate conservatives that have done a lot of damage to this country through the Patriot Act, through the data mining, through the refugee program and funding, bringing in all these people from these terrorist countries, and then telling us that, you know, Islam isn't the problem, when it really is. ...of the entire war, and that is this. When we teach federal agents, law enforcement, or we brief governors, um, attorney generals of the United States... The thing that is absolutely true is their understanding of the threat is exactly opposite of the truth, 180 degrees opposite of the truth. And 
the point that I make when I share this with them and confirm, you know, ask them, why do you think that is? Because the only way that a local police officer in Wichita, Kansas, or Dallas, Texas, or Tampa, Florida, or a FBI agent, or a DHS uh, officer, or a CIA case agent could actually have information about the threat that is exactly opposite of the truth is if there's an intentional and hostile campaign to actually do that. And when you look at uh, the Islamic advisors at the federal and state level, they are all hostile, mm-hmm. and they wear suits, and they pretend to be our friends. And here's the thing that's important to ask, I think, anytime you discuss this, is why is it that in Islamic schools in the United States do they teach, albeit a little bit softer, the principles and the duties for the Islamic community, they teach exactly what ISIS and Al-Qaeda teach. Mm-hmm. And how is that possible that 10-year-olds in Islamic schools in Dallas and in San Diego and in uh, pick any city, what they're learning is exactly opposite of what the same Islamic advisors who write some of these books are telling our leaders about uh, that the problem is. Well, they are slowly taking us over. This is death by a thousand cuts. It's like Rush Limbaugh said recently, you know, they killed 3,000 Americans on 9-11, and we've been apologizing ever since, and we've been accommodating and accommodating and accommodating. There was a, uh, you know, San Diego was on track to be the first Sharia-compliant school district, thanks to CARE, which should be declared a terrorist organization, which they are. Um, you know, they and they have got they've got conservatives all over the place being shut down and silenced everywhere and, and all big tech. We've got, like you said, schools everywhere that are being uh, it, where kids are being indoctrinated, according to Islam. We had I can't remember the stats now, but there was back in 2015. I think we had 40 something courts that were considering Sharia law and 20 something cases in which Sharia law was actually applied in this country. And a lot of it is that Americans don't understand. We've got Democrats that are pushing Sharia, that Sharia is no big deal, that they, they're going around campaigning with Linda Sarsour, ter- telling Americans that under Sharia, women have the power in marriages and in the homes. And it's just it's insane that little by little we are allowing our country to be taken over by these Islamists and Americans need to understand that there is no coexisting Sharia. I think that what we need to do as U.S. government is to to declare Islam a political ideology with a religious component. Then they can't hide behind the religious protections anymore because this – the goal ultimately is to replace the Constitution with the Koran. Wrap us up, John Guandola. Well, that's absolutely right. The, the reality is I wrote this new book, and it's called Islam's Deception, the Truth About Sharia. Uh, you know, as an FBI agent, uh, as a guy that was recruited, recruited out of the FBI for the Department of Defense to do this work at the strategic level, I ended up briefing numerous senior leaders in the United States. And, and what I realized, which was shocking to me, is the understanding of this threat is at such a low level at the senior levels of our government, there is no version of Islam that does not require war against the non-Muslim community until Islamic law is the law of the land, period. Mm-hmm. That's period. Right. So when you hear people on Fox News like Kanta Ahmed and Zudi Jasser talking about modern Islam or Islamism, they are liars. And those people in particular know they're lying. Um, 
this is the problem. And when you have people like Mark Levin and Janine Pirro bringing these people on their shows and allowing them to say things like, you know, that Islam reveres Judaism and reveres the Torah, and they nod their heads, yes, yes, we need more people like you. This is nonsense. Right. And we need to hold these people accountable. And the problem is, these are good, you know, those two people I just named, Janine Pirro and Mark Levin, they're good people. They are. But they are. They do not understand the fact. Well, I think in that case, I got to wrap it up, John Guandola. I think in that case, I think that they are under instruction from Fox News to have them on. I think there's producers that are booking uh, Zudi uh, Yasser, who's been on my show before, and I don't have him back because I didn't find him to be uh, be. I found him disingenuous as well. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to continue to do these stories. I'm disappointed that um, we that Trump needs to go back to talking about this more on the campaign trail as well. When he ran for election in 2016, he talked about the issue with refugees coming here from these terrorist infested countries is not just about national security and the inability to tell, to tell which one of them wants to cut our head off, but it's a cultural issue as well because we're not compatible. There is nothing compatible with whether they're har- extremist Sharia or not. There's just no compatibility with them and our country. Everybody needs to get John's book. Again, the book is Islam's Deception, The Truth About Sharia. Get a copy for yourself. Give it out to family members. We must start talking about this constantly and getting the word out because we, we've got a small window of time to preserve our country. Thank you for being here and for all you do for our freedoms, John. Thank you, Andrea, and I uh, appreciate having the chance to be on. All right. Thanks again. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. we got my buddy Bob Walters who's going to be back. We've got a positive story to tell y'all about come uh, about schools so stay tuned my love come down want more andrea k follow her on twitter at andrea k show and like her facebook page at andrea k spelled k a y e Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This is a message to business owners. The strongest selling proposition is to get your customer into your store in front of your product. Now you can do that digitally everywhere with Salem Surround. Digital marketing that easily takes your business beyond its four walls. Putting your message on people's computers, tablets, and mobile phones everywhere. Your digital ad virtually puts them into your store in front of your products. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Call us at Salem Surround for a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggested ideas that could dramatically increase your sales. 
There are no limitations on where you can reach customers. Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com, connecting you with new customers. Whether you're an aficionado or just picking up memorable gifts for the tobacco lover in your life, Liberty Tobacco has just what you're looking for. As San Diego's oldest independent tobacco store that's been serving San Diego since 1957, Liberty Tobacco has one of the largest selections of premium imported cigars with all the top brands, like My Father, Arturo Fuente, Padron, and Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's only authorized dealer for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. There's more than just cigars at Liberty Tobacco, too. They feature a selection of exquisite handcrafted pipes from top makers around the world and some of the most unique blends of custom pipe tobacco. Be sure to follow Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with promotions, events, and happy hour deals. You can get cigars, pipes, and tobacco anywhere, but if you want the lowest prices and the most experienced staff, Liberty Tobacco is the only place in town you need to go. To find the location nearest you, visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. The Fed announced that they won't be raising rates until at least 2020. So we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Now's the right time to get you into the threes on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Ken Tyler here, president of Right Choice Mortgage, a privately owned direct lender. We stand out in the mortgage business. We've created products that nobody else has, like mortgages for the self-employed starting in the threes. Have you recently filed a bankruptcy, short sell, or foreclosure? Even if you're one day out, we have mortgages starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment property so you can buy another one, starting in the fours? Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. My top agent, Sergio, is standing by at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Make the right choice. We'll get you what you need. Let's update your mortgage today at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the VRE 01943736 and NLS Woman 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. About to be on. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. School's back. Is that school's out for summer? Is that what that, that song is? Yeah, not not quite as, not my bailiwick. It's not Montel or anything. But it's perfect for this segment because it's my buddy Bob Walters back to talk education. Hey, Bob, welcome back to the show. Happy Friday. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, so um, I wanted to shift gears. Bob and I have been doing a lot of segments recently trying to get everybody to understand uh, the horrors of what's going on with how they're trying to indoctrinate children, particularly with the social justice warrior stuff, the California Health Framework and... Uh, the, the Sharia indoctrination here in San Diego. Um, but, you know, I originally met Bob uh, and began to understand what he was trying to do to help change the actual curriculums in the schools to prepare kids once they got out of high school. And so I wanted to kind of get back to that tonight. And it's because Elizabeth Warren and others have come out and said, we've got to give free college and we need to wipe all the student debt clean. And I thought, well, wait a second. It took me 11 years to pay off my school debt. And I made sure when I took out loans that I signed for myself at the age of 17, drove down to the Whitney Bank in New Orleans, signed my name on the student loans for myself. And why should I pay for somebody else? And most importantly, when half the kids are coming out with these gender studies degrees, like DJ Keardsticks was forced to like apologize for being a white male here at, at one of the colleges in San Diego. We And then I found this great article that 
talks exactly what Bob has been saying for a while about why we need to get back and get trade schools back in the and shop classes back in our high schools. Right, Bob? That's correct. Yeah, it's a shame because back in the 70s, any of us that went to school then, there were shop classes that all of us went to. But by the 70s, it began to be phased out kind of quickly because the the sense was, well, everybody needs to be a four-year university prep. And the universities of California were demanding that that be done, and the state was making the school districts follow that, which meant shop classes were out because they're not preparing kids for four-year university. They also had at the same time this sense that you can't have kids in various tracks and levels of, of smartness or intelligence or ability. Everybody's the same, and so shop classes didn't have any place. Everyone needs to go to college. And that's still a predominant feeling today with a lot of the people in the Democratic Party. Meanwhile, this- it's, it's wrong. It's a shame because the, the kids who can't do it, and you think about it, 40% of the kids don't even go to college. Mm-hmm. Another 40% of those who do go to college drop out midway, mm-hmm. and now they owe thousands of dollars. Otherwise, both, all of them, all the different groups feel like they're losers because they didn't do university. When actually there's a million jobs sitting out there waiting to be done by people with good pay and no college debt. Right. In, in fact, and, and labor classes and whatever uh, skilled labor in the factories, there's a lot of opportunity. Right. In fact, there's this article from Florida Courier uh, that said the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics shows the top four fastest growing occupations do not require a bachelor's degree. Solar panel installer, wind turbine tech, home health aid and personal care aid. So that's in the, in the medical field. But the and. Uh, and it's important that kids know that there's options. You know, we it's it's the liberals in this country, they act as though they're they're about the working man, but they have been pushing that you're nothing if you don't go to some some uh university. You're nothing if you don't get a four year. And and that's why you've got these crazy idiots up in Hollywood lying, cheating and stealing to get their kids into a university. As though that's the and and the daughter didn't even want to go. Lori Lachlan's daughter didn't even want to go. And to me that's the perfect example of the fact that not every kid wants to go to a university. And and we've got enough of these liberal arts degrees out there. Meanwhile the few jobs that are unfulfilled right now that they're they're saying uh, we have we have to have these illegals come in because we don't have anybody to swing a hammer. How many high school kids would would love to do this if they were given the exposure? Well, this article g- gives a few different examples of kids that did have some shop classes in a few districts down in Florida. God bless them for that, and they um, fell in love with it and decided to go to a different track. Um, and you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean, I'm going to post this article to Facebook, but it doesn't necessarily mean Bob, that if you, if you go into a trade school that you're never then going to go and get a bachelor's degree. In fact, this article, a lot of people, once they've become, you know, a carpenter or something, they they can still go to school at night or weekends or take off for a year or two and get their degree if they feel that way. Well, in fact, that's how many, like we've got some really large like plumbing companies in San Diego and these business owners who I happen to know personally, they started out in the trades and then they decided they wanted to go into business for themselves instead of working as a subcontractor or working as a, as a laborer for somebody else, went back to school, got their degree, got maybe their associate's degree for two years and, and started a business and now they're hugely successful. And it's just, it's just another option for people instead of putting every kid, telling them that you must go to university, whether or not you want to go there and you got to go right after high school, they come saddled with debt or now the big push is instead of saying, hey, maybe we need to educate kids that there's another option and it's trades, the taxpayers have to pay 
for these ridiculous, expensive <laughs> educations that are meaningless? Yeah, let's just pay a trillion dollars and, and help them do something that a lot of them are not capable of doing. Makes no sense. Trump has set up one good thing. He put together a, uh, an apprenticeship program and the Council on for American Workers, which is uh, put, sponsoring one million apprenticeships, which is great because you've got the shop classes and you've got the unions who offer apprenticeship programs, but he's also pushing for even a wider scope of apprenticeship programs, which means you're paid while you're learning whatever the trade is. And then, of course, you got no debt when you finally get full pay, mm -hmm. union scale in a lot of cases, and you have a great life. And, and that's... It fills a need in this country, which right now is, is pretty serious. Well, it fills a need. It gives kids an, an, an op option for a future because not everybody in family. I've got family members of my niece and, and nephews. I wanted all of them to go to LSU, Bob. I wanted all. I wanted many of them to go through uh, the College of Engineering and Business Administration where I went. None of them were interested. You know, a couple of them didn't even want to go to college at all, and they found another path for themselves and are very successful, uh, one of which is in the trades now. And so I, I believe in this personally. And, you know, and, and I just feel like nobody is talking about this enough. Um, there are some places like in Florida, there's a district down there that's uh, that's actually um, offering scholarships for trade schools. So that hopefully will provide a more in a more incentive for kids to get into trade schools. But um, we uh, God bless Trump for thinking about this and for you. How did you first get the idea of this, by the way? Well, I tell you, I was reading my uh, my speech I gave at graduation and from the seventh grade. And I was praising the fact that I was going to be in shop classes and learn how to do more with my hands. And <laughs> I guess I was born with that knack in me. I don't know. It's well, odd. Well, I, you know, I think I think it's it, that was the beginning of your calling for your life, which was to be an advocate to, for kids and schools. And, and, and it's so important because and that's where the battleground is today. That's where the left has made inroads in terms of um, the social justice stuff we've talked about. Um, but by pushing them into these universities, one of the reasons for that on the part of the left is so that they can churn out little socialist uh, bees for the state because that continues the indoctrination yeah. versus you've most of the time you can tell me if I'm wrong, but people who work in the trades and and um, in these industries and then become business owners and it, it tend to be a little bit more conservative. They're not so much. Um, at least these little socialists. When you're when you're working hard and you're bringing home a paycheck, and you see how much is taken out on taxes, you're a little less likely to be pro um, AOC's Green New Deal and taxing the rich and all this kind of nonsense um, when you're actually paying taxes when you're 19 and 20 years old. I agree. And the teachers' union and the leftists cannot indoctrinate the kids who are in shop classes and learning a trade and being in CTE courses. Which is great. It, it preserves a certain element of young people who are proud to be Americans and who are proud to be involved in the enterprise system and make a living for themselves and have a good life. Absolutely. Well, God bless you and thank you for your work. You can read about Bob's uh, plan for schools that involves this in Facing Reality in American Education. You can find it on Amazon. And thank you, Bob, for all you do. Hope you have a great weekend. You too. Take care. All right. See you soon. All right, now stay tuned. We're going to get into our final segment on Friday, our Friday Fun Day segment. We've got a great author here who's got a fun kids book, speaking of, of uh, kids, and an Avengers review for you guys. No spoiler here, but we just want to give you a little review, let you know whether or not it's good or bad or worth uh, five hours in line to get a ticket. And then we've got our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Don't go away. 
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Nothing is more important in today's technological world than a good education. So if you're a parent or grandparent, the best thing you can do for your child or grandchild is give them a head start and invest in their education. So before you automatically place your child or grandchild into a public school setting, consider taking advantage of the Answer San Diego's half-price tuition program and give your student an outstanding education at a top private school for half price. From preschool to high school, new students only, half off for the 2019 to 2020 school year. Just log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools in your area. Choose the best school for your family and the entire half-price tuition goes on your credit card and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for half-price. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian, South Bay Christian Academy, and St. Peter the Apostle Catholic School. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com. The Midnight Madness Mega Used Car Tent Sale is back at SDCCU Stadium now through Sunday. Family-friendly atmosphere, kid zone, big screens, and great food. Ridiculously lowered prices on our new inventory of low-mileage vehicles. Almost 1000 to choose from, many priced below $15,000. Buy with complete confidence with a three-day exchange policy. Bring in your trade-ins, paid for or not. Bad credit, bankruptcy, first-time buyers are okay. We can finance anyone. Get to SDCCU Stadium now through Sunday, 9 a.m. to midnight. This is the weekend for you. Hey, Demi Nucio here, and my dad Richard has a great radio show. Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. It's called It's Your Business, and it's the only financial show in the U.S. that discusses wealth, but never money. Rather, he and his amazing guests discuss health, relationships, knowledge, and philanthropy. The things that make you truly wealthy. And yes, sometimes I join in too. Don't miss It's Your Business, Sunday mornings at 9, right here on The Answer San Diego. We can't wait to have you join us. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court has announced that it will take up cases that will determine whether or not sexual orientation and gender identity are included as protected classes under the federal government's Civil Rights Act of 1964. During the Obama administration, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission cited the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which prevented discrimination on the basis of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin, and they said that gender identity and sexual orientation should be considered included under sex. But there's no one who can plausibly argue that Congress and the then-President Lyndon Johnson had sexual orientation and gender identity in mind in 1964. 
they didn't. They wouldn't have understood what we are talking about. It's an effort from the moral revolutionaries to try to further their aims by going around Congress, seeking action by executive order, and then support from the courts. An ultimate decision in this case is not likely to come until June of 2020, and that sets the stage for an incredible drama now to follow. I'm Albert Moeller. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. You may never be the same if you read this book coming up here. My buddy Evan Syatt's here. I had a good time hanging out with him at CPAC. He's, but he's not here to talk about CPAC tonight. He's here to talk about a book that he says is a great read for your children and an even better gift for your leftist friends. And y'all need to get it all before we all die. Right, Evan? Well, on the only part that wasn't right, it's not just me who says that. Other people say it's a great book for you and your children and your leftist friends. All right. Well, tell everybody about the book, Apocalypse Now. What does that mean? That's, well, Apocalypse is the made-up plural of apocalypse. Okay. And, okay. And, and it's, it, the book's about all the environmental disasters that they've threatened us with from the time I'm young. Everything from a hole in the ozone to killer bees to mad cow to swine flu. And now they finally settled on global warming is, is the one that they're really going with. The irony of the title, Apocalypse, is you can't have more than one apocalypse. <laughs> That's kind of true, right? <laughs> right. I mean, if they had ever been right even once, there wouldn't have been a second one. And, they, I saw a funny they, meme going around today, and I, had, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, uh, AOC, it's got AOC saying, you know, that we're all going to die. The earth's going to explode or whatever in 12 years. And, and then you see Al Gore saying, I've been saying that for 30 years. And it's like, right. That's, that's so brilliant. That's so funny. And that's so right on. I mean, if they had been right. And by the way, they're the same experts. You know, the, yeah. the book starts out, the book starts out with, with, with the father reading to his daughter. And he says, good night, my love. Yes, I know that you're frightened. So while you doze off, allow me to enlighten. I know about this thing of which they keep warning. I know about this thing they call global warming. Well, when I was your age, they cried global cooling. In Ice Age, they said. Then they said, hey, just cooling. Right? Every, every single one of them. Then, then a hole in the ozone they swore would cause pain. When that didn't happen, they yelled acid rain. You know what? I, you know what? I, yep. I, I, wish, right. I wish I could have you. you. You need to do this in an audio book. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely, and that's coming soon. Okay. Uh, and 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 so and, and and so is an animated version. What what really impresses me and pleases me is a better choice of words. Is how many people get that even though it's written in verse and illustrated by A.F. Bronco, the editorial cartoonist, uh, as if it's a kids' book. It's really a satire, and the mm-hmm. fact that it appears to be a kids' book in and of itself is a satire of the left's infantile nature. <laughs> yeah, so I actually uh, – you know who I would like to hear do it in audio even more than you, Evan, is Jesse Jackson <laughs> Jr. I mean I think that would be absolutely brilliant. But seriously, when we were laughing and mocking, what what is brilliant about this is that it is a great book for adults because it does mock the ridiculousness of the left. But I would like to see it in every school district in this country. Well, I would like to, people, you know, 
one thing, one thing, Andrea, one thing. We got to wrap it doing, up real quick. Too. Very quickly. Okay. One thing people are doing is they're buying several copies. They're keeping one for themselves and putting it in the coffee table, but then they're leaving the others behind in places like doctor's offices and, and seatbacks for airplanes and, and Starbucks for unwitting people to pick up. I mean, the cover, it looks like a kid's book. And then you start to read it and you get the message. That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Where can everybody get a copy of it? Uh, I would say go to evansayet.com, E-V-A-N-S as in Sam, A-Y-E-T.com. But they're probably going to remember Amazon, so go there too. Right, and get multiple copies. I love it. We need to just like leave them laying around everywhere. You know, drop, you know, do little droppings everywhere, drop droppings of truth and humor everywhere that we can, because and you know what? We've got to do this. This is so brilliant. And it's such an amazing way with humor, yet truth to push back because we don't do this enough in as conservatives in terms of pushing back against the left. We tend to want to respond with with ways that just validate their nonsense, like AOC's Green New Deal. And we come back with, well, let's talk about, you know, solar solutions. It's nonsense. We need some good old-fashioned mocking, and you do it brilliantly in this book. Thank you for being here so much. Everybody needs to get a copy of Apocalypse Now, evansayit.com or Amazon. Thank you for being here, bud. And we have to have you back to talk serious topics sometimes. You you, you bet. I know you will. We'll talk again. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Now, DJ Carrot Sticks, you've got to give us a review. Ooh, yes, indeedy. So, Avengers Endgame. This was like the biggest movie of all time for me. So this is 21, this leads up to 21 movies, leads up to this. Okay. Over 11 years it took, you know, for all the storylines and stuff to come out. It's more than just the movie. Okay. I mean, this I've is, never seen any of those movies. Called, You've seen all 21 movies I've that led up to this? all of them multiple times. Okay. And they call it Endgame. This really is kind of like an end of an era. So be prepared to go through all the motions, every single motion in this movie. I felt a little drained afterwards, and it is three hours long, so at the end, my Thanos hurt. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I give it I give it five out of five carrot sticks. All right, his Thanos it, it, yes, was, it. it was so draining his Thanos hurt. You don't, that necess- you don't necessarily have to see all twenty one movies, but you do need to see Infinity War before seeing Endgame. Okay. All right. All right, there you go. Thank you for doing a good review without Your nephew did a great job on the special effects. I mean the stunts. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um he'll be glad to hear that. And um it, how much do we have time left for here of the week and stink of the week? All right, stink of the week. I'm gonna uh, do stink of the week. I'm gonna give start with my runner up. A lot of people said stink of the week had to be um, Joe Biden. Um, I think stink of the week. Gosh, I got, let me let me kill some time here. I'm having trouble remembering my stink of the week because I had my runner up. Um, some people said that it was Bernie Sanders as um, for calling for felons and murderers to be able to vote. I say the stink of the week is, um, I can't remember what my stink of the week was. My stink of the week. My hero. Ilhan. uh, Ilhan. No, it's not Ilhan Omar. I can't find my ultimate stink of the week. I'm going to remember it afterwards. My hero of the week is not President Trump, who did give an amazing speech today at at NRA. 
Uh, no, my, my ultimate stink of the week was the left using Otto Warmbier and his family as a tool uh, with a story that came out today about Trump supposedly paying money to get him out. That's absolutely not true. That is the left trying to hurt Trump by literally using a horrific story of an American as a way against him. And then the runner-up is Bernie Sanders wanting felons to vote. Uh, my hero of the week is not tr- – runner-up is Trump for his amazing talk today at the NRA. But my ultimate hero of the week is the Sri Lankan Christian man whose story I posted on my Facebook who saw something suspicious with the guy with the suicide bomber at the door and ran out and stopped him and kept him from going in. He lost his life, saving 450 parishioners inside. I don't think it gets more heroic than that. Thank you to all my listeners this week. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks, caller's guest. Have a great night. Love you all.